want to start a blog, scale it, or just get more consistent with it, it's tough, but you're in the right place. Welcome to the Blog Lancer podcast. I'm Jenna, a full-time blogger and freelance journalist who helps small businesses and bloggers get really visible online through amazing blog content. Let's get started. back to another episode of the Blog Lancer podcast. Today is going to be a super short podcast episode where I just guide you through the process of revamping your blog content because I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've talked about on the podcast recently um, is about creating new content and so many people have told me that they just don't have time for that and actually if you're a few years or even a few months into your blogging journey, whatever you're blogging for, you've probably already got some good content. Even if you're listening to this and you haven't actually got some blog content, you might have content in other forms. You might have podcast episodes. You might have interviews that you did uh, with someone. You might have, you know, like half written Google Docs on tips and tricks that we can actually turn into a blog post. Either way, what I'm going to do in this 10 minute podcast episode is guide you through the process of revamping your blog content. This is something I do every month. Sometimes I do it every week. Um, And it's obviously a lot quicker, um, but it's also really useful because that content has been there for some time. So without going into the technicalities, Google is always going to value that content that's been around that isn't necessarily brand new today. That's why it takes sometimes a little while for posts to be indexed on Google, for example. So if you've already got that existing piece of content, perhaps it's already getting a little bit of traffic. Why change with a whole new blog post when we can revamp it instead? So let's talk about, first of all, what type of content you should revamp. So this is what I do. I look at uh, my stats. So I can talk about this in other episodes, but I use Google Analytics and Google Search Console. And I look at those stats and just try to get an idea of, you know, which posts are doing okay, which posts are bringing me some traffic. It's always best, I think, to revamp posts that, you know, are starting to get some traction rather than something that perhaps not going anywhere. Another reason that we might revamp a post is if something's changed, like the topics change, for example. So I have a blog post on gluten-free recipe boxes that consistently brings me income via affiliate affiliate links. Um, And I change that quite often because things change. Like remember like lockdown, loads of recipe boxes stopped offering services. So I had to go back and update that blog post, for example. I've also got like gluten-free restaurant guides and restaurants close and places change. So I need to go back and update those. But I'll also do it at times of the year. So I've got a blog post on dairy-free Christmas drinks at Costa and that does really, really well on Google. And I don't have to do anything really at Christmas time for it to do well. But the information is out of date because, you know, Costa change their drinks each year, don't they? So I go back and update it then. So just try and have a think. Perhaps you've got a blog post that's doing okay, a blog post where the topic has changed, a topic where there's potential, perhaps, you know, coming up to Easter or coming up to summer. Uh, Perhaps it's something that people are doing more of at the moment, like trends. Just try and have a think um, around those sorts of type of content. What I will say, that not every blog post is worth revamping. You know, I've definitely got some posts on my blog that um, aren't relevant anymore. You know, like I had quite a few lockdown posts on my mum blog. I had posts about taking your toddler for a COVID test. I mean, those sorts of things are still part of our lives, but they're not something that people are randomly searching as much anymore. So I'm not really going to revamp those sorts of posts. Um, there's other things that I've tried. It just hasn't done very well. Um, I was just finding that today, actually, I was 
just looking at my traffic and I'd wrote um, a book about toddlers and their emotions. And I, I did a really good job at it, but I just looked at it. It's not really getting anywhere in terms of Google ranking. So I'll probably just leave that. But then I will find what I did find that I have a blog post on um, speech delay and books that um, help with speech delay. I've continued to revamp that every single month because it's bringing me affiliate income. It's doing really, really well on Google. And it's also my journey. My son's got a speech delay and we're adding new books to our bookcase. So I'm going through and revamping it. So when I've talked about revamping here, I've mainly just talked about changing the content. So that's one way that we can revamp. We literally change or add to the content. This is really useful because when people ask me to look at their blog and give them feedback, nine out of 10 times, I will always say that their content is too short. So revamping can be a really good way to add extra info, you know, add an extra paragraph, clarify something. Super helpful if your audience has a question and you think, oh, hang on, that blog post hasn't actually been as helpful as I thought. Let's go back and revamp it. So we can revamp the content. Another thing that we can do is look at it more strategically. So I've got posts from a couple of years ago that I've just written on the fly, just written because of something I'm interested in. And I've actually realized I could revamp this and use some Google keywords and add some headers, add some images to make it easier for my reader to understand. If I've done a bit of research on what's doing well on Google, I can simply add those keywords to my headers, to my intro paragraph throughout my text um, to help the ranking. And this is something I've done quite a few times and it's worked. When I first started out um, blogging, this is years and years ago, I wrote this guide like gluten-free, I think it was Birmingham maybe. Uh, if you can't tell from my accent, I am from Birmingham. Um, and yeah, I just wrote it and it started to get more traffic and I realised, oh, I haven't even used any titles here. It's quite messy you know I haven't really thought about my keyword strategy so I'll definitely go back at posts that perhaps I've wrote quite quickly or wrote some time ago and think okay can we optimize this can we think of a keyword strategy can we add this to the headers can we add this to the intro and I've definitely definitely seen posts rise through the google ranks just from being a little bit more strategic about it so that's another way that you can revamp another thing I always always suggest to revamp is to add some more links so if a post is doing really well for you, um, go back and think, right, how can I keep this reader on the page for longer? So I'll give you an example. I wrote a blog post um, a while ago. I'm talking about three years ago, um, about a soup recipe that really helps because I've got Crohn's disease. It really helps my Crohn's. That post has been viewed hundreds and thousands of times. It's one of my, it is my most popular post. I get hundreds of views every day. So I've revamped that a lot. I've changed the images because the images were terrible before. I've made it longer because people were asking me questions. Um, and I've also got ads on my site, so it helps my ad revenue. But I also realised this is a really great chance to have more links in there. So I've got a link to my Instagram, like an Instagram pop-up that just comes up on that recipe post. I've got a link to three or four different recipes in the introduction and the end of the post as well. If you've got a service or a product offering that you want to promote, you can have that in the, the text as well. So go back and think, okay people actually are enjoying this post, how can I get them to hang around for longer? So I always recommend, and hardly anyone ever does it when I look at people's blog, is to have at least two to three links of other blog content that you've written interlinked. Not only is this going to keep them on the page for longer, but it also helps domain authority, which you can listen to on another blog, on another podcast episode. Just search a few episodes back and you'll see it. Um, and it really does work. Um, and just have, you know, having that call to action, if you've got a mailing list, another tip that works really well is if you've got a blog post that 
wow, this is doing really well. Let's revamp it. Let's add an email freebie to it. Let's get some signups to your newsletter as well. So it's thinking about when you're revamping it, how can I actually make this content work for you? Whether you're just looking to get ad revenue, like I talked about, whether you're looking to get people to follow your newsletter and sign up, join your Facebook group, uh, don't be afraid to really maximize your chances of how to optimize your content final tip that I have on this and I've got with me I can't remember if I've given I know I've given at least five tips I might be on six now sorry if I've not stuck to my word but my final tip is um and this is I always recommend when people come to me and say oh I haven't got time haven't got time to write a new blog post is to do a roundup post so I'll give you an example um I feel like all of my examples are gluten-free <laughs> today let me try and think of some more examples as well but I've had posts that have done really well so what I've done is replicated that in terms of a round post. So going back to the gluten-free one, I had some gluten-free slow cooker recipes that were doing really well. To create a new blog post, I simply called it 10 of my favorite gluten-free slow cooker recipes. And I just did a paragraph on each of those recipes, which I could sort of reword from the existing blog post, an image and a link. So what I'm doing is I'm repurposing those posts to create new content, but I'm also linking uh, really seamlessly to lots of posts on my blog. And then I'm going back to all of those initial recipes, like the one I mentioned, and linking, you know, if you've enjoyed these, here's nine more gluten-free slow cooker recipes. Uh, roundup posts do really really well on pinterest for me um if you think about it you know if someone could offer you 10 blog posts or 10 things um why wouldn't you click on that so i've actually thought of a better example if you're not in the gluten-free world over on the blog land so i've got loads of posts um about like making money from blogging so i just rounded them up i think it was called 18 um 18 ways or 18 blog posts that can help you make money from blogging let me see if i can find that and link it in the show notes because it might be useful to read but also to see what i mean so i didn't have time to create a brand new post i created this roundup post it's got quite a compelling title not only is that a new piece of blog post a new piece of blog content but it also contains lots of links and it also is going to keep people on my page because they're going to click on that links if we increase our page uh the time on our page that's going to help with things like our bounce rate but more importantly they're going to stick around they're going to see your call to action your facebook group your newsletter and so on I think I actually stuck to almost 10 minutes. I'm very proud of myself for not waffling too much. Hopefully you found this useful. I want to know what are you going to revamp? Let me know. Drop me a message on Instagram at Jenna Farmer UK Social. And I have revamped my blogging Facebook group. Um, so you can actually find that now. So I'll pop a link in the show notes, but it is master your blog content. So let me know on there if you've listened to the podcast. I will put a little thread on there uh, to see how you're revamping your blog post and what tips you've taken from this episode. Hope it's been useful and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Blog Lancer podcast. I really hope you found this episode useful. Say hello at Jenna Farmer UK Social or if you want to connect on Facebook, I have a Facebook group specifically to help you master your blog content for tips and tricks to help you grow or even start a blog. So you can find that linked in the show notes. Come and join. I'd love to have you. Otherwise, you can check out other episodes of the Blog Lancer podcast or click uh, the show note link to find out more about what I do. If you want to get in touch and have a chat, you can email me on hello at theblogglancer.co.uk Thank you.